Welcome to the Faith Women Podcast. We're a community of women at Faith Baptist Church in Youngsville, North Carolina, that desires to honor the Word of God, to support our church, and to encourage each other as we know, grow, serve, and go. Through these episodes, we'll be introducing you to our ministry team, sharing truth from God's Word, and challenging you to grow in your love for the Lord and those He's called you to serve. We're so glad you've joined us. Let's dive in. Ladies, I just want to welcome you to our breakout session on praying scripture. I'm just so thrilled that we're all here together. And, um, well, that's pretty good. You all got real quiet there. Um, My name is Jan Brown, and I've been a member here at Faith for 12 years. And um, the Lord has really been showing more of himself to me through praying scripture. And um, I'm just really excited to share that with you all. And I want to just open up in prayer um, to start with, and um, I'm going to be uh, praying through the verse Psalm 119.18, which is a verse that I I really uh, treasure in my heart. Dear Heavenly Father, we all just come before you right now. Lord, we ask that you would open the eyes of our hearts the eyes of our mind, and the eyes of our souls, so that we can clearly see the wonderful things that you have in your word for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, in your name. Amen. Um, If you haven't known, turn your conference book to page 36. Okay, 36, because that's where we're going to start. First, I'm going to share a little bit about how I got to where I am today. You know, a few years years ago, the Lord really convicted me of my um, imbalance in my prayer life. And what I mean by that way is the best way I can describe it is, have you ever gone to an all-you-can-eat buffet? Like, like maybe the Golden Corral or a Chinese buffet, and you walk in and they got this table with all this food, right? And then if you're really fortunate, they have a dessert bar, okay? Well, I'm a dessert bar kind of gal. So when I go to one of those things, I go to the dessert bar first, and I eat whatever dessert I want. But then you know when I'm done, I do not feel satisfied. So then I end up going back to where they have like the main course or vegetables and breads and things like that. We know that is the best way I could describe how my prayer life was. And in my prayer life, the dessert bar was requests. Oh man, I really would go to those requests first. I would tell God what I needed, what I wanted, when I wanted it, and be very detailed about everything. And you know what? When I finished praying, my soul was not satisfied. It was still hungry because I never fueled it. I didn't fuel it properly. I really wanted to be praising God. I really wanted to be adoring Him through prayer. Uh, But I found that I wasn't. I knew I was supposed to be. And I would sit down And I would quickly, and I mean very quickly, run out of things to praise him for. I would quickly run out of things to thank him for. And I found myself praising him for the same exact things. 
and thanking him for the same exact things. And for me, it became very monotonous and very repetitive, almost pharisaic, but not quite, but definitely in that direction. Um, and so, first of all, there's a difference between adoring God, praising him, and thanking him. We adore God and praise him for who he is, the great I am, the Alpha and Omega. But we thank God for what he has done, both in our life and the lives of others and in the world. We thank him for what he is doing at the very moment. And then we thank him for what he will do in the future. And I was kind of missing most of that. Well, about that time, my sister, Linda, sent me a book, Praying the Bible. I got it in the mail. They're selling this, by the way. Little plug there. And, um, and this was sort of the first step for me in growing and learning what it meant to be praying scripture. <clears throat> and you can take a look at any of these things later on if, if you would like to um, tonight. But before we go any further, in your book, in your um, conference book, if you could please turn to page 39. And on page 39, and those of you who are listening to the podcast, go ahead and turn to page 39. And on page 39, you are going to see a personal prayer survey. And there's pens on the table. And you are just going to take a few moments and answer the questions. This survey is just for you. I am not going to look at it. I'm not going to ask you about it. And, um, and no one else here is going to ask you about it either. So just honestly, before the Lord, take a few minutes and fill it out. Indicate that maybe your prayer life is less than what you desire. Because God is able and willing and wants to grow each of us in our prayer life with him. Did you turn it back on? Okay. Um, I was like this barista at Starbucks, placing my order and being very detailed about it. Praise God, he's, he's um, changed me in that way. You know, our prayers are extremely important to God. I love what it says in Revelation chapter 5, uh, verse 8. It says, When he, Jesus, took the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp and golden bowls filled with incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Our prayers, your prayers, my prayers, are in golden bowls and they're incense, a sweet-smelling incense to the Lord. And David talks about that in Psalm 141. David prayed to the Lord and he said, May my prayer be set before you like an incense. You know, when I read how important our prayers are to God, I thought, shouldn't they be that important to me? Well, the answer is yes, they should be. You know, what is praying scripture? It is very simple. It is not complicated. 
Praying scripture is simply talking to God using his words that are found in scripture, in the Bible. It's like speaking his language. He is the author. He wrote all of this. Praying scripture is really about our relationship with the Lord. It's not about getting results. Now, the Lord does want to meet our needs, and he does want to hear our requests. Um, and John, 1 John says, This is the confidence we have before him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. The best example I can find in scripture of someone who lived this out every moment to his dying breath is Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane just before he was betrayed by Judas, this is what he prayed. It's in Mark 14, 36. And he, Jesus, said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. So we always must pray God's will. You know, there are many wonderful books on prayer. These are several that I brought with me that I've read that you are welcome to look at. But may I suggest that the Bible is the best prayer book. especially when you are praying through the book of Psalms. The Psalms capture most, if not every, human emotion. There is joy in the book of Psalms. There is sorrow. There is grief. There is remorse. There is praise. There is thanksgiving. There is love. There's fear. There's anger. In the book of Psalms, it captures what all of us will feel or think at some point in time through our journey on this, on this earth. So that's what it is. Now, why do we use scriptures when we pray? Why do people do that? Okay, first let's look at, and I'm talking about myself, what typically happens when we don't use scripture and we're praying. Well, my mind tends to wander. I will see dust. Not that I'm going to take care of it, but I'll see it and think about it. I will think about what I got to do next. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll, be, I'll hear something outside. The lawnmowers. It, I mean, it's just endless. I wander. Now, if I get through the wander problem, then I can become very repetitive. This is especially true of me when I was talking about how I struggled with adoration and praise and it was the same thing over and over again. Now, if I get through the wandering issue and the repetitive issue, then I get what I call the vague issue. What's that? Okay. It's when I pray, Lord, please help so-and-so. God, please bless so-and-so. Help them with that problem. But I'm not very specific. So when I'm not using scripture, I tend to fall in those, those ruts, I'll call them. I'm not saying everyone does, but I'm, I'm just raising my hand that it's me. Another reason why we should pray scripture is because it's not a new fad. Praying scripture is not the new Christian fad. 
People in the Old Testament use scripture. And I listed some there. People in the New Testament use scripture, and I've listed some there. And we're going to look at Jesus. He made seven statements on the cross. Three of those were prayers, and Courtney talked about one of them. Two of those prayers were direct quotes that Jesus made from the book of Psalms. When Jesus was on the cross, <clears throat> and he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That is actually Psalm 22, verse 1. And then the very last prayer he prayed, with his last words, he says, Into your hands I commend my spirit, praying to the Father. That's Psalm 31.5. I can't think of a better reason to pray scripture than my Lord and Savior did it. Praying scripture will bring life and power to our prayers. Now how can we be confident about that? Look at page 40, just flip over, in um, your workbook. I gotta flip over, it's a different page in mine. Um, these are just a few things I jotted down. First of all, Isaiah 55, 11, and God speaking this. So my word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I please and prosper in what I send it to do. When we're praying to God, he's going to accomplish what pleases him through the words we are praying. His words. And the word of God is alive. It's active. And it cuts down into our souls and our spirits. And God's word will judge the thoughts and intents of our heart. I want to be praying that. And then the word of Christ should dwell richly in us. That's what it says in Colossians. Praying scripture helps the word of God dwell in us. We're thinking and meditating on it without even knowing it because we're praying it back to him. And, and Courtney, as we read through her scripture, John 17, 17, it says, Jesus is praying and he says, Lord, Father, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. God's word is truth. What better things can we be praying than the truth? Um, one of my favorite reasons for praying scripture, and it's number six, if you're looking at the list, um, God's word so often captures what my heart and my soul desires to express, but I don't have the words for it. And it, and it expresses so much better than whatever words I could come up with. And I listed some verses there. I'm not sure if I have time to explain all of it, but um, these are verses that God has used me through times in my life that the most difficult things I'd ever gone through in my life. He used Isaiah 43, 1 through 3, and then he used Psalm 103, 4. And I would pray constantly that God would redeem my life from the pit. Because I was in the pit, and I could not pull myself out. And I prayed that he would crown me with faithful love and compassion. It was beyond my comprehension that he could. But I prayed that he would, and he did. And um, praying scripture keeps our prayers 
fresh and specific in praying biblical things, not just for ourselves, but for others. You have in your thing the 30-day prayer guide. Now, I, I also brought some along in Spanish because I thought some people might prefer Spanish. And if you prefer Spanish, if you just want to slip up your hand and I'll, I'll quick get it out to you. Yes, anyone else? Oh, you're welcome. And you can take more of these if you would like to. Um, turn to day four, if you would, please. By the way, this is what I use a lot when I am praying that the Lord would bring someone to himself. When I think that someone doesn't know the Lord, or they ask me to, or someone says, would you play, pray for so-and-so they don't know Jesus? I get this out. And um, because it's scripture, and it helps me to know how to pray. So I'm not praying the same thing. Look at day four. It's Acts 16, 14. You all there, day four? It says, a God-fearing woman named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth from the city of Tyatira, was listening. She was listening to Paul, who was preaching at the time. The Lord opened her heart to respond what Paul was saying. And now it gives you a prayer. And if you notice, there's blank lines in it because you can insert the name of the person you are praying for. And you can change this, you know, in any format that you want. But I do that. I put the person's name in it and I do pray this prayer. And, um, and, and I love it. It says, God, Lydia's story gives me hope for the salvation of, and I put my Aunt Rowena's name in there, because that's who I'm praying for right now. She's 86, and she does not know the Lord. And, um, and then I go down, and it says, do for Aunt Rowena what you did for Lydia. Open her heart to believe the gospel. Align the circumstances of her life to soften her heart to the truth of the gospel and cause her to listen intentionally and respond humbly to Jesus' offer of salvation. But that prayer is based on that verse. And there's 30 days of this. It's wonderful. And so, and so I use that, and I, I find it very helpful for me. Okay, I'm going to move on to how. How to pray using scripture. It is so, so simple. It's basically a two-step process. You ready? Step one, you read the scripture. Step two, you pray. You read, you pray. Now God initiates conversation with us through his word. He's already started it for us through his word, through reading it. Our response to what his word is saying to us is our prayer back to him. Now, before I start praying, um, what I do is I pray in my heart what I just prayed when I opened up here. I pray Psalm 119.18, that God would open my eyes of my heart, of my mind, and of my soul. And then after that, I, it, I, there are very, various things that you can do. But first, whatever scripture you're reading, read it slowly. Don't rush through it. Read it slowly. Now you might be saying, well, exactly what scripture do I pray? Where do I start? Psalms is a great place to start. And this book, Praying Through the Bible, starts with Psalms and teaches you how to pray through the Psalms. You can also pray prayers that are found in Scripture. On pages 40 
42 and 43, I have listed some scriptures that you can be praying to the Lord. And I, I love them. You know, Paul was very a very prolific writer, but he was also very prolific in praying and in recording a lot of his prayers. In the Old Testament, you have the prayer of Hannah's praise. You can pray that back to the Lord. It says, my heart rejoices in the Lord. You simply say, Lord, I rejoice in you. Um, there's so many things. Um, Paul prayed for the Romans. You can pray that prayer for yourself. He prayed for the Philippians. He prayed for the Colossians. He prayed for the Ephesians several times. And he prayed for the Thessalonians several times. And then he even prayed in Philemon. You can read these and you can pray them back to him. So the reading part is do it slowly. You can start with a psalm. You can pray scripture. Or you can also address a topic. And that's on page 44. When you're addressing a topic, don't just pull out one verse and say, oh, this is the verse on this topic and I'm going to pray it. Please read the verses before it and the verses after it so you keep it in the right context. Okay? And, and you can see that there are several um, topics that are listed there for you on that page. And um, you can read the verses before and after and you can pray those for yourself or pray them for someone else. Now you're thinking, how long is this going to take, Jan? I only have so much time in the morning or in the evening, depending on how you do it. You know, here's the wonderful thing. God is not measuring how much time you spend with him. Nowhere in scripture will you see God say, you better pray one hour or two or three. It's about our heart. It's about our motive, our sincerity. It is better to pray one verse of scripture to the Lord with a contrite, humble heart than it is to spend three hours on your knee and you're not really doing it for the right reason. So please take that burden off of your back. That is not one that the Lord would have you to carry. Um, so, we've talked about reading. Now we're talking about praying. So exactly how, once you've got your scripture, you're going to read exactly what do you do? Well, here's what I do. The first thing I do is I personalize it by, instead of using the pronouns they have, I stick my name in there. Or the word I or me, or people, or circumstances. Um, and you can add on to it. Let me, not, not adding to God's word, because we're told not to do that, so don't do that. Um, but you add your circumstance into it. Um, if you want to turn to Psalm 1 real quick. I'm just going to read the first three verses, and then I'm going to pray through those first three. Psalm number one. It's just the New Testament. I don't have the old one. Oh, you don't? Um, well, here, you're in luck. I got an extra Bible. So, I got one. I do have one. It's got. Here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. 
So, um, here we go. Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3. I'm going to read it slowly. How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked, or stand in the pathway with sinners, or sit in the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bears its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. And here is how I would pray this, you know, right now. I would say, Lord, I truly desire to be one who is happy. I do not want to walk in the advice of the wicked. I don't want to stand in the pathway with sinners or sit in the company of mockers. Would you please show me when I'm doing that? Would you show me when I'm headed in that direction? Instead, Lord, I truly want my delight to be in your instruction. You tell me to meditate on it day and night. I want to do better on that. Please show me how. Father God, I would like to be a tree planted beside flowing streams. Lord, I want fruit in my life for you. Fruit that will truly last. Father, I want that whatever I do would prosper to bring you glory. So that's how I would pray, pray that back to the Lord. Um, <clears throat> maybe you have a list of people you pray for. I know I do. And I thought, oh, wow, God, how can I do this? And then i got to pray for all these people, and I still need to eat breakfast and get out of the house. Well, here's the beauty of this. You can have your list of people, okay, and you can use your prayer journal for that, but don't turn your prayer journal yet. And you can have your list of people, and as you're praying through the scripture, you just stick their names in there, and you pray that for them. And, and, it, and it will bless them and bless you. Well, now guess what we're going to do? We're going to put this into practice. Okay, so, yes, don't get nervous. Okay, turn to page 41 in your book. Yeah, 41. And you will see Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 17. Now, in your folder, you have a colored piece of paper. Okay, you pull it out because there's not enough room for you to write anything where it has Colossians. See, there's room on mine. Sorry, you don't get the same thing. But uh, there's no room. So you're going to use that piece of paper. All right? Now, now you're going to do this quietly, silently. You're just going to take some time and slowly read through these verses and then pick one. Pick one verse that you would like to pray back to the Lord. And then once you've picked it, take your colored piece of paper and you can just write out what your prayer would be to the Lord. And after you write it out, just take a moment and pray it to Him. If you'd like to pray silently, please do that. I actually pray out loud. Um, it helps me stay on task. Um, but if you like to pray out loud, do that. You can whisper, you can talk loudly, whatever you're comfortable with. And then when you raise your head, I'll realize that you're done. And then as time permits, um, I'll, I'll pick one and I'll, and I'll pray it too. Okay? So, so go ahead and start that.
Have you had a chance to pray your prayers back to the Lord? I find it very special and meaningful and intimate. And when I do this, it's not that my problems go away, but they're put in the right perspective and in the place in my life where they should be. And God is put in the place where He should be, which is front and center. Um, there's one other thing I do that I, I didn't mention. is I, I love taking prayer walks by myself. Um, I used to wear ear, I, earplugs, not earplugs, well, I, do, I wear earplugs at church, but um, only because sometimes it, it's, um, I have ear problems. But I would wear earbuds from the phone because I didn't want my neighbors thinking I was crazy because I pray out loud. And so, um, but now they know me a little bit better, so I don't bother to wear them. Yeah, they know it. That's true. The guessing is gone. She is. Um, but I, I just put scripture on cards. And I walk, and it's so freeing. It's like God and I are going on a walk together. And I just pray. This is my grandparent verse. Um, I have five grandkids. but um, And I love it. And I just talk to the Lord, and I talk Scripture with Him. And it's just some of the most wonderful times enriching. And I always feel encouraged afterwards, and I've gotten to know my Lord better. Um, don't be discouraged if this is like new to you. Be encouraged, you know, um, because it's a beginning. It's a beginning. And if we have the right heart and the right motive, there aren't any bad or wrong prayers. I want to encourage you to visit the prayer room. It's room 116. When you walk out of here, you'll see prayer room and, and pop in there. Um, this is what really helped me. Well, several things. This is one of the things that helped me in adoring God and praising Him. There's um, 31 verses, and they give you a prayer prompt to kind of help you. And there's about, I forget, I think there's six or, six or so different kinds. This one I've been praying a lot for the conference. It's um, on spiritual battling and spiritual warfare. And um, I want to encourage you to do that. And take some time. And go in there, and you can just pray. Pick a verse, just one verse, and pray it to the Lord. It's, it's set up in there so it's a warm, inviting environment for you to be in. Um, are those in here? Or? These are in the prayer room. In the and you can take, uh, there's, uh, you, please take them. Okay. And they're for you to use and enjoy. And, and, and yes. Yes, if you walk out this door right here, it's the second door to the left. It says prayer room. If you walk out that door, it should be. Yeah. So either door you walk out, you're going to run into it. You can't miss it. So please just go right on in. It's set up for you to use. Um, there was other things I'd like to share, but, you know, we're out of time. And she's recording this, and I get cut off. So please, when you have time, just sit down and read the other notes that are in here. And um, I, I'd like to close in prayer. Um, this is scripture that about a year ago, I, I was co-leading a Bible study. Uh, it was one that Jen Wilkin did. And this was scripture in it, and I really liked it. And so I'm, I'm just going to pray Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26 over us. And that will be our closing prayer. And, um, and I'll just do that now.
Father, may you bless every woman who is here. Bless her with a sense of your presence and your purpose for her life. Bless her through the comfort and truth of your word. Lord, may you protect each woman who is here. Protect her from false truths, false teachers. Protect her physically and emotionally. Lord, may you make your face to shine upon each and every one of us here, Lord. May you be gracious to us. You have been so gracious already, Lord, through the gift of Christ. Lord, may you look on each one of us with your favor. And may you give us peace, the peace that Jesus talks about when he says, Peace I give to you, not as the world gives, give I to you. So you don't need to let your heart be troubled or afraid. Lord, thank you for this rich time that we've had together. You truly have answered at least my prayers above and beyond anything I could have hoped for. We praise you for the mighty God who you are, who you were, and who you always be, the Alpha and Omega. In the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Faith Women Podcast. We hope you were both encouraged and challenged by what you heard today. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss an episode. If you're in our area, we'd love to have you join us at Faith Baptist Church in Youngsville on a Sunday or at any of our special events. You can learn more about our ministry online at faithnc.org slash women. See you next month. Thank you.